0: Welcome to Move Left Idiots, a socialist talk podcast. I'm your host, Anthony Montrullo, uh, joined here by my co-host, Comrade Dracula. Comrade, what's going on?
1: (sighs) Nothing. Not a damn thing's going on. I went around and rode my bike today for two hours, and I thought, certainly on the streets of this violent city, something interesting will happen to me. Uh, And nothing. Nothing happened. It was just, it was boring. It was a nice bike ride, but just nothing happens. Nothing happened to me, at least. Yeah. Um other things are happening in the city uh over the weekend uh, the city uh blew up a, a coal power plant or blew up the the smokestack for it like this 400 foot tall uh you know smokestack you know coal plants got a big fucking thing and then it was um apparently <laughs> it was supposed to be an implosion and i if you've ever seen an implosion in real life there's like multiple explosions up the height of whatever the structure is yeah. so so it all collapses in on itself and it looks like it's almost like it falls faster than it po- is possible and that's because they blow it up in multiple places, right? And they didn't do that with this thing. They only blew it up at the bottom. So instead of falling down on its 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 you know circumference, uh it, it fell over 90 degree angle like a tree, right? So instead of having you know the the whole impact be just the you know the, the diameter, it was the entire length or entire height of the, the smoke stack, right? So the kinetic mm-hmm. force of falling down like that. You know, uh, just pulverized and sent this massive cloud of dust of concrete and possibly lead, possibly as- asbestos. Oh, they, they tested and found it wasn't. Just like blanketed the entire neighborhood of Little Village, right? And this is at the same time that like we're in this this, this coronavirus. And the biggest thing that is a contributing factor to whether you live or die is your respiratory health. And 10,000 people just got like, <laughs> you know, crop dusted basically. Yeah. And it's like that's not an implosion that you just toppled the thing, right? And they're also supposed to have water cannons. So what dust there is, they're they're like you know just dumping water on it so the dust doesn't fly up in the air. Yeah. So yeah, uh, the city's like, "Oops, we." Uh, the, the developer did that. The d- developer's like, "Oops, that was our contractor that did that, right?" So no, nobody wants to take blame for it. <laughs> I'm sure, whole, it would happen in a white suburb. I'm sure that would be the exact
0: same thing. Oh yeah, yeah. And, in and, and little villages
1: like 99% Latino. So, mm-hmm. uh, so of course they're going to get sued. But still, it's just it's like, what the fuck were they thinking? You know, like it's sure coal power plant bad, but like you, you don't want to blow it up and then all the fucking what was left of the coal ash and everything just like, Oh, here you go. Neighborhood <laughs> one last little gift to you before we get out of here. So yeah, that it that's, that's consumed the news here quite a bit. Um, because it's just like, what, why, <laughs> what the fuck are we doing? Yeah.
0: Well, um, also joining us, uh, this week <laughs> is, uh, Jules, uh, Jules, what's going on?
2: Hi, not much. Thanks for having me back.
0: Yeah, yeah absolutely. Thanks for coming on. um, yeah, so I guess let's just get right into uh the news of the week. Oh, also real quick up top, um, you know, some uh somebody mentioned actually that most people are are, are more engaged for these sorts of things at the top. So I want to mention real quick our uh Patreon is uh Patreon dot com slash move left and our merch uh is available at tinyurl dot com slash move left merch. We have merch. Yeah, we have shirts and
1: oh what's what's even on there?
0: Shirts Backkeys. and I should actually look if they they sell like branded masks. That would be a really fucking like cool. We could totally um, do the
1: Joe beers. Biden thing and cash in on the corona <laughs> corona mania. <laughs> Get your move, Lefty. It's corona mask before yep. they're out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, um, apparently, world like you know, fucking wrestling is still uh, an essential service. So I just wanted to channel some of that announcer oh, energy. Jesus Christ. Yeah. yeah. So.
0: Yeah. Now, real quick, just for people that don't know, just in in your typical, you know uh, bribery, uh, Trump, Trump, you know, administration bribery. Uh, so every sports league obviously shut down right now, you know, start with the NBA cause one player got sick and managed to infect a bunch of other people. And it was like, well, obviously we can't have these games where these people are, you know, in contact physical contact with each other. This is fucking lunacy. Um, the only thing still running right now is professional wrestling. Um, and that may be because they're the only major, sports or entertainment live entertainment uh, organization that doesn't have a union for the people that work there um and so you know number one they were already being forced to work in unsafe conditions they, i mean they've been doing empty arena shows and taping them but um for whatever reason vince mcmahon the fucking lunatic that owns the wwe decided that he wants to do live television every week rather than just taping a bunch of episodes at once and minimizing the risk to the Talent, you know, including one of the top stars there had had fucking leukemia, it's like a totally compromised immune system, it's like it's psychotic to try to force these people to come into work. So it's um, just basically
1: open bribery. Uh, well, no, a, so but yeah, st- so what happened? Uh,
0: Ron DeSantis, who we all know is a fucking dipshit governor of Florida, you know, yeah. refused to close the beaches, uh, in Florida. I think they're still not. Like I I don't know if they're all cl- I, I, he's he was a dipshit like he waited way too long and then didn't close them all. Um, he's a Trump lackey, and Trump and and Vince McMahon are very good friends for decades. Linda McMahon has worked for Trump. She was she was the head of the SBA. Now she's running his uh Super PAC, his re-election Super PAC, and they put I think eighteen million dollars into Florida uh to run ads, you know, through that Super PAC. Uh, on Tuesday, and then the next day, Desantis actually names the WWE an essential service. Like so that so now fucking the WWE wrestlers are considered uh, essential service workers, the same as people that work in pharmacies and grocery stores. How is and that fucking- like,
1: Are in their when they're not taping? Do they have to go out and do like you know meals on wheels to, to <laughs> validate that fucking bullshit claim? I mean it's it's, no. it's, it's fucking insanity. Yeah, it's it's but it's Florida.
0: <laughs> It's Florida. And by the way, at the same time, he just did massive layoffs to a bunch of uh, people on the roster at a time when the company is making more money than ever. And he has a billion dollars and yada, yada, yada. He's a total piece of shit. But, you know, typical, typical fucking, you know, uh, Trump administration bribery. Um, But, yeah, anyway, Uh, what else? Oh, yeah. So, uh, you know, obviously last week we talked about Bernie dropping out. Uh, and, and kind of almost immediately telling people, uh, that we need to beat Donald Trump, uh, you know, and, and, you know, talking with Biden, he hadn't yet endorsed Biden though. So we, we were at least holding, and we criticized him very heavily for dropping out when he did, uh, you know, seemingly for no reason, although, you know, reasons have come out since. Um, but you know, we were still saying, all right, well, at least fucking extract something for your endorsement, Bernie, right? Like, don't, you know. You at least need to hold, the the power that you've accrued in the last fucking, you know, half a decade with this movement is yours to wield right now. Like, you know, I still think he should have fucking stayed in. It's, It's psychotic to drop out, you know, this early in a race when your opponent has no fucking mental faculties and you're dealing with a... You know, a global pandemic that could wipe your opponent at like there's a million things that could Credible
1: accusation of sexual assault. Yeah, no, not to mention nice the fact that he's, that he's probably a rapist. Uh, you know,
0: <laughs> just, just just, you know, that little chestnut. Um but but even given all of that, and given all and given the disappointment that we all had at Bernie kind of throwing in the towel, we were like, all right, well, at least he's not gonna endorse him right away, he's gonna extract something from him. Uh but then you know, a couple of days later, a couple of days he after made that hostage video. He yeah, no, he he, he made the fucking Al Qaeda, you
1: know, <laughs> hostage video where I I didn't even watch it. I just saw. I the, couldn't watch. I, it. I saw the side by side, and I was I like, couldn't. "What is happening? Same. What is why? Why are they no that this is?" And then On Bernie's fucking Twitter, no less. He he gave <sighs> Biden his fucking platform. Yep. And I tell you, I, I watched him at Jimmy Dore last night for the first time in months, and that guy's going totally red pill. Um, Jimmy Dore is going to endorse Trump within a week or so. Oh yeah, he, for sure. He, he made mm-hmm. one good observation when when Bernie and Biden are on that split screen. Biden's all propped up like they got a, like a brace on his back to keep him upright, <laughs> probably literally, and he's he's like lit with warm lights from you know in front of him. And Bernie's is like hunched over. You can see most of the top of his head, but not his face. He's lit from behind. And, and Jimmy Dore was like, Bernie looks like a, a Batman villain. And Biden yeah. looks like the president. And they can control what their own lighting looks like in their own homes. So what the fuck? Like why why is Bernie debasing himself like this so so badly already? It's 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 really gross.
0: Like honestly, it's just really just it's it's pathetic. Like it's pathetic. I don't want to say that because because I, I it just it, it hurts me to even say that. But it is, his behavior the last week has been fucking pathetic. And right. and you know I uh, I appreciate everything he did for, for leftist politics in America for, you know, opening up the discussions on a lot of these things. And I'm not saying fuck Bernie Sanders or he's dead to me or like, he's a trait. Like, I'm not saying any of that shit. I, I fully respect and appreciate what he did to move the conversation in this country. And he, in many ways he really did. I mean, we're talking about things, uh, you know, having majority support in the democratic party that weren't even really talked about, you know, before he started running. Now, that being said, he didn't have what it takes in terms of campaigning strategy to get it done, and that was gonna ultimately always be his fucking downfall. Was that he just never had that killer? You watch a video of of Hillary and Obama fucking campaigning against each other. He didn't do a th- one one thousandth of the negative campaigning that those two did. And nobody fucking bats an eye about that. Like, right. nobody's like, I can't believe the things Obama said about Hillary. If, if Bernie Sanders said the shit that Obama said about Hillary Clinton in 2008, they would have fucking hard and feathered him. Yeah,
2: seriously. <laughs> I,
1: mean. Wait, what? I, I couldn't hear Jules. What did you say, Jules? They
2: would have had him, ex- like, executed. They would yeah, have, no. like, pulled some, you know, random law out of their ass, and he would have been, like, lined up against the wall.
1: No, really? I mean, honestly. people don't remember. Um, Politico had an article saying, you know, uh, um, Bernie's not, you know, on board with Warren being Biden's VP choice. When they asked him, "Do you think Warren should be it?" and he's like, uh, "I don't know, maybe somebody who's progressive." <laughs> like he did. He answer. <laughs> but they they said this is just proof of how bitter the feud was between Warren and, and Sanders. Because Warren's just, a cunt. Basically, yeah, Warren's a fucking twat. She's a snake. But I was like that. that there was not that much bitterness, at least not in, on in public. I, I mean, the handshake was embarrassing for Warren, but it wasn't bitter. They I think moved honest, past it. Yeah,
2: I think was, honestly, I, it was yeah. on her end. Oh, of she had so much contempt for him, and I don't really know why. But it's it was v- starting to sound very much like Hillary Clinton.
0: Well, I mean, and that's the thing is she surrounded herself with those fucking all of her dead blood suckers. Yeah. Um, and they, they poisoned her mind. But, I mean, she was always a careerist and she was always kind of an empty vessel and et cetera, et cetera. Stuff we said about Warren a million times. But, I mean, I think he ultimately was really, and still is, really hurt by the way she treated him. The way she really fucking betrayed him. Like, in this in this right. election. And, again, Bernie Sanders would probably be the nominee right now if she had done the right thing and dropped out when she had no mathematical chance at the fucking nomination before Super Tuesday.
3: Right. Like.
0: If she, even with all the shit that they pulled in Obama, forcing Pete and Amy out and forcing everyone to coalesce behind Joe Biden's fucking, you know, fetid corpse. Like there's still, I still think Bernie would have won if she had dropped out. He would have won Massachusetts. I mean, no question. He would have won a bunch of states, Texas fucking, you know, all these states that he came really close to Biden in, he would have won. Um, uh especially if she had dropped out and endorsed Bernie, but I mean, you know <laughs> No.
1: Yeah, no. God forbid. Well, we we did quotes the other, you know, the other week talk for the, the people that were, you know, just, just so spiteful uh about Bernie in twenty sixteen that they just they wouldn't vote for him even though they agree with the policies, right? And they were like, we we can't let Bernie win in Warren's home state. So instead of voting for Warren in Warren's home state, we're to vote for Biden in Warren's home state to make sure Bernie doesn't win Warren's home state. Like they just couldn't bear the idea of mm-hmm. Warren losing there, but they would just refuse to let Bernie win there. Like they, they, so they they undercut Warren just to fuck Bernie in Warren's home state, which is which is outrageous. Did you guys see the headline uh, today? Uh, well, I guess it would be yesterday actually, but uh, th- this headline is like you wonder if they meant it this way. Um, <laughs> Warren endorses Biden as Democrats unite for the fall. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds well, right. uh, pretty
0: accurate. I don't think they meant. I don't think they meant it the
1: way uh, they thought they did. But yeah, no. It, and they could have said autumn. They could have said autumn. You know, or like late <laughs> summer, or like whatever. But no. or, or
0: unite for the general. I mean, would have been the this, probably the, the more intelligent way to frame it. But yeah, no, for the fall is is. Uh, pretty, pretty accidentally on point. So, yeah, and and so and Warren, of course, you know this whole her whole fucking end game because again, she's just a fucking shallow careerist who doesn't give a shit about any of the things that she claimed to, which is why she's now full throatedly endorsing a guy who she started her career uh, fighting to the death, you know, uh, allegedly in in you know in in Congress and in, in the Senate um, over his bankruptcy bill. And now she's just, like, po- she literally posted, like, a fucking endorsement video with uh, Biden and Tim Geithner in it. I mean, it's a fucking parody. It's like if Bernie Sanders posted a video of how much he supports Joe Biden with, like, like fucking Lloyd blank flip fine, uh, you know, Joe <laughs> Biden. It, it's pathetic. It's fucking pathetic. It's you just, it's, you know, as much as Bernie's debasing himself, Warren is debasing herself a thousand times more, uh, you know, to her to... alleged
1: image, you know. What happened to Liz Warren from you know 35 days ago where she eviscerated michael bloomberg for sexual harassment and now it's like oh biden with his you know rapey finger banging that's okay someone with worth a worse accusation than
0: anything mike bloomberg did you know mike bloomberg's a fucking a creep and a sexual harasser but joe biden has a credible allegation of sexual assault uh, you know so like that's even worse um, than the shit that mike yeah yeah
2: and Did you see that New York Times one where uh, the tweets that they deleted where they were talking about how, (laughs) yeah, they were like, um, as they're explaining the patterns of behavior, like with all the videos and the women that came forward and then now this, they're like, But we haven't seen any patterns. Like, what the fuck are you talking about?
0: (laughs) Well, it was like, other than that, no pattern of behavior could be established. Yeah. yeah, something like
2: that. It It was was so ridiculous.
1: And people theorized that it was because they were getting grilled on Twitter. And then, of course, what it really was was the Biden campaign called up New York Times and said, hey, that makes him sound like he molested and raped more women. Take that out of the article and delete that fucking tweet. New York Times was like, yes, sir, Mr. Biden, or whoever it was that actually called. uh, You know... It's like, you know, other than other than the one incident with uh, with
0: Ron and Nicole, no pattern of behavior for uh, violence from O.J. No pattern of violent behavior has been exhibited by O.J. Simpson. So, you know.
1: It's a one-time I mean, thing, baby. You know, hop on, <laughs> hop off. It's, you know, the train keeps moving, but I'm not on it.
0: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Just unreal. These fucking hacks. So, yeah. So, I mean, what this was all building to was Warren's Ultimate Endgame. Uh, she was on Rachel Maddow the other day, and Maddow asked her. If Biden asked you to be the VP, what would you say? Would you say yes? And you know, every politician gets asked that question, and they all hem and oh, well, yeah, you know, I would love to serve the country, and it would be a tremendous honor, and you know, I would, I would, I would love to speak with them. Like what, you know, they 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 never answer that directly, and she was just like, yeah, yes, absolutely. Like she she just said yes right away, like just. Naked ambition. It was just like, that's the what this all has been about. This is why she didn't endorse Bernie. Right. This is why she dropped Medicare for all, you know. I, she doesn't give a fuck about anything she claimed to ever, you know, care about. And it was all in service of trying to attain power. Right. Yeah. That's all that ever fucking was. So. I
2: honestly am still not, like, entirely unconvinced that they're not going to, like, just throw her in there.
0: Ugh like as the nominee over right as a nominee but maybe
2: even yeah but you know what the best way for them or most legitimate way for them to do that would be to make her vp honestly whoever he chooses as vp is going to be president like i'm sorry he's gonna be drooling on himself in like two months (laughs)
0: well so i i think that they may i think she thinks that i still think that
1: she's even too progressive for them, and she's not at all. But right. she's doing everything she, she can to prove that she'll drop anything to to play their game. But they, know? but right. but fucking Ellison did that shit, and they still fucked them. They don't care. They'll take the most. They're oh, like they're like Republicans. They, They'll take fucking chairman of the DNC is a desk job, right? This is a real thing, right?
0: Yeah, but the, they 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 don't have any. Uh, uh, they have no reason. They have no incentive to. Take on somebody that they think will be a concession to the left wing of the base, even though obviously she wouldn't be. um, right. They're still going to take the most right wing Democrat imaginable. That's why Joe Biden is going to pick Amy Klobuchar as his vice president. Yeah. And I don't think he'll do 2. that. 2. I don't think he'll I think
2: he'll pick her or Kamala Harris.
1: It's not going to be one of the people that already ran. I I I am like ninety nine percent sure of that because those people already cool. th- they're already tainted by doing terribly right they they had no base in this. It wasn't like a booty judge who actually fucking won some delegates, right It's gonna be somebody who nobody knows about you know like like McCain picked Palin and it was this huge media sensation because no one fucking knew anything about her right So they could shape her into anything they wanted purely for this campaign, right So uh, it's it, it's I think it's gonna be Tammy Baldwin honestly. she looks just like Warren. no one knows who the fuck she is. She, she's also from the Midwest. Originally, a Warren's, you know, uh She's a
0: veteran. Up. She lost her life. La- like, there's a million things she, that they she, can play She up ticks with- off all the boxes. Yeah. You
1: know, LBGBT, uh, you know, mildly progressive was against the Iraq war. Uh, you know, not, not that vocal about it. Like, She's pretty much just like, she goes along with whatever the bill is that is not going to win and then never fights for anything on her own. So she's perfect, you know, to be just this this watered-down, toast uh, companion to Joe Biden.
0: Well, I mean, I don't know, you know, how much weight you can put into any of these things, but I do think that these things get leaked to the media to kind of, you know, as like test balloons to see what people think. Yeah, the trial balloons, yeah. The trial balloons and what people have been you know, what the campaign, what has been coming out is like, you know, his short list is down to, I think Baldwin was on it. It was Baldwin, it was Kamala, it was Amy, um and Warren was like considered a long shot. She wasn't on the short list, which I, I found very funny, but um, I, I it would be so fucking Hillary Clinton esque and perfectly tone deaf for him to pick Amy Klobuchar as his running mate. Like that's or Hillary I...
2: Clinton. Democrats <laughs> are going to try to get her in. Any well, well, supposedly kind of way.
0: Hillary and Quo- and Andrew Cuomo were both definitely nots on on his short list. But who who fucking really? knows. He's smart not to pit Hillary because motherfucker will be, you know, he'll have some cyanide in his oatmeal within two right.
2: weeks of,
0: fucking <laughs> of getting elected. He's going to
2: have worse uh, problems than, you know, his last two brain cells banging into each other.
1: <laughs> it's just like two, two, two electrons orbiting in a fucking nucleus. It's just like but, nothing, nothing um, void of space.
0: But, that's, but I think the only way he's not the nominee going into November is if they, you know, actually uh, stage a coup at the convention even against him because i don't think he, his people would go along with them replacing him with fucking cuomo like they, they have a plan they're going to get somebody on as vp who they think is going to take over like he even said to a, a fucking room full of donors that he might not be president for long like he said that in a fucking right. donor <laughs>
1: <family>. <laughs> they asked him they, there was a article uh biden uh biden on if he can reach trump's base probably not <laughs> Wasn't the whole fucking our electability argument was that Biden could win over those white working class voters in in the fucking suburbs, the yep. the, the swing voters, you know, and like the the ones. That, oh, Bernie's only got the white vote, white working class. Oh, now he's only getting the Latinos and the working working yeah. class blacks. It's yeah. like, you know, whatever, whatever he whatever constituency he has. You know, remember the um, what was the, what do they call it the um, the guy that referred to uh, like. Working class uh, voters of color as residue. Yep. Who, who is, oh, yeah. Who 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 fucking fuck said that? You.
0: Wasn't it Nate, wasn't it Nate
3: Silver? Yeah,
1: yeah, it was Nate Silver. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, saying like, well, of course, you know, those are the only people left after all the white voters left. Is K-. like, what the fuck? It's is just the, the residue that? left after. Yeah. Oh that my god. Effected. Right. Oh,
0: man, you
2: Biden's fucking... definitely picking up all those dudes that look like pedophiles, like Nate Silver, and uh, <laughs> all of the you know Republican like fucking fashion writers, like Jennifer Rubin, and. All the David people whose Tom hair is running shit. away. Yeah, all the people
0: whose hair is running away from their face as fast as possible. <laughs> basically, but it's,
1: um, literally, it's it's like this. This is the 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 holy grail of what makes you a good Democrat is you know reaching across the aisle, bipartisanship, getting those you know those swing voters that lean right to come over to your side. And then, of course, you know the one person who actually does that better than anyone is Bernie Sanders. He goes on Fox News, and everyone agrees with him. Uh, and they're like, no, 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 we can't, we got, it's got to be anybody besides Bernie. Right. And then, okay. Who'd you pick? Oh, literally the worst candidate you had aside from Michael Bloomberg. And even he knows he can't get the fucking Trump voters. So where, where's the appeal? What was the draw? What did you think you were fucking doing DNC?
0: Yeah. So real quick, I want to play, uh, this audio clip from, um, this, this great video that went viral, uh, this week on Twitter. What's the guy's name? Uh, it's, uh, his handles at Poppy Chuloman, uh, you know, C-H-U-L-O-M-I-N, I don't know his actual name, but he, uh, is like a, you know, fairly large account, uh, and he posted a kind of, uh, rant regarding Bernie's decision to endorse Biden without getting any concessions. And it's, uh... It's very you know
1: it's it's accurate to how I'm feeling and how a lot of us are feeling, but it really lays out how fucking stupid. Sure. Well, we this we don't know was. if he didn't get any concessions, but if no one has conceded anything publicly and got it on record, then w- then you're not getting it. I mean, right. there's, they have no they have no what's
0: their incentive to then give you that concession? What do you and think what's they're going to do the right thing to
2: vote for him. Absolute fucking you, nothing. Mm-hmm.
0: You get the ransom before you release the hostage, Bernie. Well, and real quick, they're just you know what what they said the concessions were is that. He created um, all of these different task forces, uh, you know, these these little policy task forces that Bernie is going to have, you know, a say in, which is fucking horseshit. And Nina Turner, who was – and, and the audio is terrible, so we can't really play it. But she, Nina Turner was on The Breakfast Club this morning, and, uh, you know, Charlemagne was asking her about it. And and they're like, so wait, why aren't you on these task forces? Like, you, the, the, this guy wants us to vote for him. He's not going to – you know, he's he's – kind of spitting in everyone's face. You, you at least should be on the task force. She's like, "Well, you know, they didn't want me on the task force. Like when she was pressed on it, she eventually was like, "Yeah, no, they didn't want me on the task force. They told me I was I uh, you know, I was not wanted on the task force." And
1: it, yeah, it's it's because you know, like occupy, you have the spokes councils that all bring their whatever thing they decide to GA to get voted on and nothing comes out of it, right? And they know that Nina Turner would make something come out of it. That's why they don't want her there. Because she's not going to fucking sit down and go along with this bullshit process of task force, whatever nonsense. So, yeah, of course they don't want her there. And it's it's Which proves it's shame. just a fucking
0: farce. They're going to pick the worst right. right-wing, you know, hacks and fucking snakes from his campaign. And people like uh, Ari Rabenhoff, who have been going behind the scenes and shit-talking David Sroda, you know, anonymously uh
1: to fucking right. newsweek well let's let's take a look right, listen yeah, yeah. Well, let's listen to this and we'll, we'll let's take a about. look with our ears america let's yeah. try that
4: for a change
1: Take an ear a look all right
4: you didn't get one policy that's what bernie sanders did with his leverage and then on top of it he told you to go endorse this rapist war criminal that's what happened today so don't come around and tell me that oh you know you're being mean to Bre-. shut the fuck up man you know what's mean letting people die because they don't have health care. You know what's mean? Bombing my fucking country. What the fuck did Syria do to you, you fucking asshole? You know what's mean? Locking out blacks and Latinos. Not giving people a fucking living wage. That's what's mean, you motherfucker. So if you're okay with that, you go vote for Joe Biden, the fucking rapist. Meanwhile, the rest of the people with their brains switched on ain't gonna fucking do that. We're done. It's not just them exit. Dem exit will not suffice because you've left the establishment in place, intact. Rent strike, general strike. End of story. AOC and Ilhan Omar in the squad and Ro Khanna, who votes, you know, against the BDS movement. And then Bernie Sanders, all oh, they're trying to best. Instead of Medicare for all, what are you going to get? Eligibility age down from 65 to 60. Wow. What about free college? Any debt cancellation? No, no, no. Fuck you. You know, just some crumbs. You didn't get a single policy concession from Joe Biden or the Democratic establishment. That's the problem. You let an entire movement hinge on one person, and they cut the fucking head off of your movement. They left you with your pants down. And what did you get? Fuck all. It's time to wake up. Come on, get up. The capitalists, they ain't gonna give you no wages. They ain't gonna give you no health They ain't gonna stop bombing the brown people like this. It's go time. Come on. Don't let your movement hinge on one person. It doesn't work. FDR did the same fucking thing. History lesson. Go read your fucking history books. I'm not American. How do I know your history better than you? How do I understand your political system better than you? Why the fuck are you lacking? What did FDR do? He took the socialists, he took the communists, he talked the talk, he gave them the New Deal, he gave them the federal jobs program, and then he cut the fucking heads off of their movement, and he absorbed their leaders, and he crushed their movements for a hundred years. You got nothing since. Nothing. All the wealth going to the top 1%, and you got shit. Even during the pandemic, what did they give you? Fucking scraps, crumbs of $1,200? That's how much they respect you? And then Bernie Sanders is like, Joe Biden is a friend of mine. Go vote for this rapist. Go vote for this war criminal and you're defending that bullshit you got no friends in washington dc your enemy is laughing at you and they ain't at washington dc they're at wall street wake up asshole
0: yeah so no that was fucking great um it was i don't know if he has like a he like captured my
2: anger perfectly (laughs) like when i watched that video i was like yes Somebody fucking took it there.
0: <laughs> You're like fucking Palpatine, like feeding off of his anger. <laughs>
1: um, I mean, yeah, there's, no. a, there's a little bit of, of hyperbole in there, um, but sure. you, By and large, I think it's it's pretty accurate. Um, I mean, the FDR thing, it's you, you know, it's yes and no on some of that stuff. But I, I, think I don't know that it was when FDR's when you, fault. But yeah, you look at like w- w- the labor movement, union labor movement in this country up until FDR. Um, you know, they were like, okay, yeah, we're going to, we're going to burn down factories and, and shoot back when the cops shoot at us. You know, it was, it was militant as fuck. Right. And you know, I I would argue world war two kind of crushed that as as more than anything, but still, uh, (laughs) yeah, I mean, it's like, he's making a great point. You know, the, you can't have a movement that hinges on one person and once they get kneecapped or assassinated or or debased, you just go, Oh shoot, well, I guess we're done. Like no, that's you you can't do
3: that. Right.
1: There, and look, there's a reason that in
0: you know socialist countries, their leaders stay in power until they fucking die because they know the second they die or the second they're out of there, there's people are gonna fucking swoop in. The capitalists are gonna come in and try to fucking undo everything that they did. So they were like, well. If I really want this to last as long as possible, I got to fucking, you know, and and not, so, and, but and in most of these countries, they just get elected because they've done so many fucking great things, you know, like Hugo Chavez, like the people, they get, they right. get elected because they do great things for the people of that country. And they're like, why the fuck would I elect somebody who's, you know, running to the right of this person and talking
1: about how they want to open up our oil reserves to right. the Americans? like so. Right. But if you win with 75% of the vote uh, five terms in a row, you clearly must be a dictator, and you're clearly not letting the opposition have any run at you. Right? Um, you
3: know, <laughs> Bolivia, could, be the, could be the fact that you've literally... Uh, but it's like, yeah. how many times do you need to Uplifted learn that dog. lesson,
2: right? Because, like, Cuba, you know, they've been, they do what they have to do. Venezuela, same thing. Like, Ivo Morales was in there for years, and they love him there. You know, the this new government comes in and within like two months they basically undid everything he did. It's everything. so, yeah. Over the course of it, decades. And then you have like Ecuador. It's the same thing. Len, you know, Lenin came in or whatever, Morales, and he did the same thing. Yeah. He basically yeah. dismantled everything Correa did.
1: Well, it, fortunately we have Liz Warren who's very concerned about the situation in Venezuela <laughs> yeah. now because she... Such an
2: imperialist <laughs> fraud
1: took to Twitter to, uh, she was very, what was it? She's very concerned about the, uh, I forget her exact words here. I don't have it in front of me, but she basically said, like, we have a humanitarian crisis in Venezuela, uh, you know, human rights crisis. And because of that, we need a uh, temporary protection uh, for Venezuelan immigrants in South Florida. Oh, how convenient, South Florida. Uh, Hang on. And she, you know, basically is, is saying the situation is so bad there that any Venezuelan in America should be allowed to stay as long as they can, not go back to the, you know, shithole country of Venezuela, uh, apparently forgetting that she voted for Trump's sanctions, his Trump's economic war on Venezuela that Liz Warren voted along with that created that crisis, right? So yeah. for, for her to shed crocodile tears... Over oh the poor Venezuelans you know suffering under the brutal regime of the economic sanctions I voted for. Oops, don't tell anyone that. You know again complete you know complete imperialist Liz Warren. Of course, other people voted for it, but they're not pretending to be like the progressive caring for people kind of candidate that she was. Um, So yeah, just just completely disgusted with that. Well, here's
0: her actual, uh, I want to read her actual tweet. Uh, yeah. Venezuela is experiencing a major humanitarian and human rights crisis and COVID-19 will make it, will make it only worse. Uh, hundreds of thousands of Venezuelans in the U S need temporary protected status. The Senate should follow the house's lead and pass the Venezuela TPS now. And the thumbnail for this image features a picture of Donna Shalala, who I guess is one of the co-sponsors of the, or one of the, the main sponsors of this bill, who, if anyone knows who Donna Shalala is, is one of the biggest right wing imperialist pieces of fucking trash in Congress. She's yep. best friends with Debbie uh, Wasserman Schultz. Um, she did that fucking that that PR charade where they went to the border of Venezuela. Like she she's she, you know she's right at the front of the line, cheerleading the Guaido, uh, you know the coup government. Like she's the fucking worst. So distrust this shit right. massively. <laughs> basically, there's absolutely
2: would... no difference between her and like Marco Rubio.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: 100%. They are the same person.
0: But sp- especially when it comes to, to Latin America, hundred oh, yeah. percent.
1: Um So what's the I mean where when you when you look at foreign policy, why you know we're we're told that uh, you know, if we gotta vote for a sexual assault or sex pest, you know, we want not pick the one with the better policies. <laughs> I don't see any daylight between Joe Biden and Trump or most of the Democratic party where it comes to foreign policy where it concerns south america or, or any left-leaning government i mean if anything you could say trump is is far less hawkish on like north korea right so
0: certain yeah certain areas for sure um yeah so this is something i wanted to discuss this is this is a big thing and then and, and i you know i've had this conversation with relatives and people you know i work with who are all just like look yeah joe biden fucking sucks but you really you, you can't not vote for joe but like you know that 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 tiresome conversation so i just want us all to go through our reasons why we're not voting for joe biden or we are if one of us is but i which I, i'm kind of doubting
3: <laughs> <laughs> not, <laughs> the, not me the, of be us me. three <laughs> but, but you know <laughs> but
0: i but i really want to just lay out our reasoning uh you know a, a, a short summary of why the fuck it's dumb to vote for the lesser of two evils for the five billionth time
1: jules uh, you go first
3: yeah
2: oh my gosh um well he has 40 years in government um like you know four decades and what has he done absolutely nothing that was good for anybody i would argue like most of the racist legislation you know he actually wrote <laughs> yeah
3: a couple
1: yeah. good ones a couple good ones there
0: yeah uh yeah
1: so uh
0: you want me to go? Or you want to go next?
1: Oh no, I was I was trying to get Jules to list some of the things.
2: Oh my gosh! Well, I thought we were just gonna go back and forth.
1: Oh
0: well, but... I mean, yeah, the bankruptcy bill, Jesus Christ, the uh, uh, the crime the bill. Crime bill the, yeah, uh, fucking... He
2: literally cheerleaded on the Iraq War. Um,
3: yeah, you know, of the, the two, two
0: of the two people running right now, one of them at least you know, at times vocally opposed the Iraq war and it wasn't Joe Biden. Just, just keeping the, keeping the, keeping it real, if we will. And I'm not saying, you know, Trump is actually good on any of these things cause he's fucking not. But it, like, if that's, you know, that was, that used to be a disqualifier in the in the democratic primary in 2008, that was like a disqualifier for Hillary Clinton. And yet all of a sudden uh, every one of the democratic nominees in the past uh, uh, two decades have been, uh, have voted for the Iraq war. So uh, other than, I'm sorry. Other than Obama, <laughs> other than Obama, all of our uh, nominees for the past two decades voted for or supported the Iraq War. So
1: and then you got Biden writing the uh. 2005 bill that made uh, defaulting on uh, your your loans as a student illegal. So that's why we have the student debt crisis. Students aren't allowed to declare bankruptcy for their for their student loans. So, yeah, it, it just goes on and on. Um, yeah, so this
0: history of segregation, supporting segregation and opposing busing. And yeah, yeah. Exactly.
1: Specifically, Joe Biden, I, I think we've kind of listed off of some great reasons, but people still think that, well, you have to vote for one or the other. You can't just not yeah, vote. That's, this is you can't important. just not vote. And I'm like, well, but if I don't vote for Joe Biden and that's helping Trump. But if I also don't vote for Trump, and that helps Joe Biden, <laughs>
3: yeah. that means
1: by not voting, I've done more damage to both of them than if I had picked one or the other. You voted for both. And have I voted for both, fraud. and I've broken the law. Right? <laughs> but it's still, it's, it's, it's like your your act of not voting is still voting. Your your active refusal is a act of rebellion, of saying no. Um, i I'm, I got to quote Mario Savio, the famous... Berkeley free speech activist and this is back at the at, at a time people think oh free speech that means like David, uh, Richard Spencer right and like no free speech movement back in <laughs> the early 60s was when political organizing of any kind was not allowed on campuses if you were on campus protesting the vietnam war you could be expelled from school right that that's what the free speech movement was about back then and so his very famous quote here uh, there, now, there's a time when the operation of the machine becomes so odious. It makes you so sick at heart that you can't take part. You can't even passively take part. And you've got to put your bodies upon the gears and upon the wheels, upon the levers, upon the apparatus. And you've got to make it stop. You've got to make the uh, – you've got to indicate to the people who run it, to the people who own it, that unless you're free, the machine will be prevented from working at all, right? So w- when I say that I'm not going to vote for Joe Biden or Donald Trump, that's what I'm channeling is yeah. that act of refusal to be a part of this bullshit fucking machine that doesn't give a, a shit whether I live or die, does not care if we fish the oceans to death, doesn't matter if we mine every last bit of fucking methane out of the ground until Greenland's melted and, you know, fucking, there's, there's nothing left of any city. I, I, these people that are climate deniers in Miami, I don't know, Orlando, Where do you think you're gonna you'll be dead. You'll be fucking dead because you're already 68 to 85 years old. You'll never see the carnage you wrought. So
0: Well, and that and and look, that's to me the main thing is like this has been the argument since the dawn of fucking time, since the dawn of elections has been, well, yeah, sure they both suck, but you gotta vote for the one who sucks less, because if you don't, then the one who sucks more is gonna win. And that is not that is not a result of of, of a long primary process. That is the desired outcome of a primary process. They want the shittiest candidate possible because they know that this fucking works against simpletons who just they're like, well, this one's bad, but this one's work. If you don't fucking say, fuck this, I'm not going to participate. Have fun. You seem to think you can win it without the entire fucking left wing of the party. Uh, So fucking have at it. See, wait, see how it goes. Like if you don't, like you said, throw yourself on the cocks of the machine and say, I'm not fucking participating in this anymore. They're never going to, and, and and I shouldn't even say this phrase. It's, I was going to say, they're never going to learn a lesson. They, they know that they have no lessons to learn. They don't who they they fucking are. They're right wingers. They're they're corp. They're fucking capitalists, you know, right wingers who, um, you know, operate the, the, the faux opposition party. And this is their desired outcome is to continue the the fucking the cogs moving in the direction of uh you know siphoning profits up to the fucking top and sucking them f- out from us and this is their desired outcome right. the whatever candidate is going to be yeah. the most republican but still get to put a d next to their name
1: they, they will run they so they get to like this is this is how they one of the things they do to breed loyalty Amongst their base, the people who will vote for whatever fucking blue MAGA, you know, vote blue matter. Who is to convince those people that that it it matters whether Joe Biden or Donald Trump wins? And yeah, it's, it's yeah. just sports teams at that point. It's right. like you know, you if you have if we gotta we gotta show up and cheer for the team, otherwise they might lose. It's like it, does, it makes no fucking difference. The fucking team doesn't care how many people you know. I mean, you want your parents there, but like like cheerleaders, they don't give a shit about the cheerleaders. But they, these people are convinced that you you have to vote. And if you don't vote and you're on the left, that your vote would have otherwise gone to that person. And it's, I don't think they understand that the people that voted for Jill Stein were never going to vote for Hillary Clinton. Jill right, Stein right. didn't exist. The Green, Green Party didn't exist. Those people would never have voted, period. Right. right? And, and still, you've got always at least two to three times more people voting for the Libertarian Party as voted six for the times. Green Party. Six times? Wow, Yeah. really. So, if, yeah. If, you know... You know, Gary Johnson got like 5
0: point something percent of the vote. Like, right. you know, by yeah. by that proxy, that's that's that should have all gone to Trump. He should have won the popular vote as well I, as the I,
1: electoral college. I really wonder, though, you know, in Great Britain, they've got five, six political, uh, political <laughs> parties. Canada, same thing. They've got like the same, you know, roughly the same parties in Canada as they do in Great Britain. Do they sit around all day like calling each other spoilers? I don't, <laughs> no, because they they actually no. you know make coalition. It's a much smarter way
0: to fucking to to actually you know do elections. But we'll never fucking do that. But look, I mean, yeah, it, it's just. I, like I don't know how many times we need to fucking teach him this lesson, but it's like you're never gonna. And they have dipshits. Never, there's
1: no lesson. There's no lesson. It's like no, saying no, no, capitalism. I mean, I mean voters. Is a broken vo- system. Like not not the and party it's not. voters. It's like it's saying like, we're in late stage capitalism, and we're not. We're in the fucking beginning of capitalism, right? No, I, but like
0: I don't know. I don't understand what we can do to get through to the average American who still fucking thinks this shit. And then you have dipshits like Mehdi Hassan who occasionally make good points, but then all of a sudden are like, well, oh, well, you're not going to listen to Noam Chomsky and Bernie Sanders? Blah, blah, blah. And it's like, no. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, no. Fucking no. There's a reason that, you know, I'm sorry, there are two old men sitting in their fucking living room right now and they're not right. leading a movement. It's because they don't have what it takes to get it done. They have a, a, mostly the right ideas and I respect what they've done, but they couldn't carry us over the finish line. They fucking right. collapsed before they got there. And there's a reason they collapsed because they didn't have the fucking killer instinct to get us over the finish line and say, fuck you, and cut the head off of the party rather than let the party cut their head off. As, have you ever as heard, um, friend, uh, have you heard yeah, Chomsky intuitive. talk about
1: Marx? No, I actually haven't. Is oh, it not good? It's, it, it's He pretends to be dumb all of a sudden. He pretends to not understand the things that Marx is saying. And, I mean, some of Volume 3 is pretty dense, but 1 and 2 you can read, and he's a linguistics guy. So, like, what the fuck? And even if he didn't understand... Marx directly. There's a million people that have spent their their, uh, you know, academic professor careers interpreting Marx. You know, Professor David Harvey is one of the best ones, uh, especially in applying it to real estate and rent. You know, the mm-hmm. way that you know capital urbanization right now. Uh, David Harvey's great about that. So for Chomsky, to be like, I just didn't get it. No, I don't know what this guy is talking about. Richard Wolff is, is an really intellectual
2: good. for social democrats. He's not a Marxist.
1: Right. Mm-hmm. Oh definitely yeah, definitely no, not. I agree. And he also doesn't. You know, he's he's like. Um, Chris Hedges, where he's like, you know, we got to do everything we can, but no smashing windows, no, no right, t- flipping over dumpsters. Disability. Yeah, yeah. Well, well you're, he's you're, like very actively anti-antifa, uh, which is right. is wild to me. So, so apparently, Hedges. antifa yeah. like. Didn't like Antifa like throw a, something at him at a fucking rally one time, and he like hates them now forever because of really? it.
0: Really? I, I don't know. That, that's that's... I,
1: I've heard. Like, are they like threatened him at some rally, and now he's now just like, oh fuck them. Probably now. probably like, wasn't even wrote, Antifa. Like two
2: books talking shit.
1: <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, I've had some fucking aggro Antifa people fucking threaten me, and I'm just like, fuck you. You're just 18 years old. What do you know? You have to do with your life. Like, I don't. I'm not afraid. <laughs> yeah, of you. Like, like stop you're...
2: harassing me and go break that window over there.
1: Right. Like <laughs> I know you're all fucking hopped up because you hate the cops and you're just, you know, firing anger at anyone who crosses you, but like we're, I'm not going to, de- you know, denounce you because of that. Like over right. one fucking
0: No, one dumb teen Antifa. is not
1: representative of a
0: fucking movement. Uh, you know, oh. that's actually in op. That's that's literally named after a group, you know, a, a group that's uh, you know, in opposition to fascists. So that's not maybe the so, organization for you want to spray mild
1: criticism I've had of people in Ant- in Antifa. Uh, I mean, you know, the the hierarchy, the the president of Antifa is ultimately responsible for all of them. but
0: (laughs) (laughs) Responsible for all of their
1: supporters and everything that they said. At the end of the day, I I respect and and bless our Antifa super soldiers out there. So we love you. We love you. Socialist, -socialist, anarcho-socialist, socio-anarchist alliance is strong.
0: They're going to have to, they're they're really going to have to gear up for fucking Milwaukee. Although I'm sure they're going to. There, there's no reason they're going to have this. Conv- like, they're definitely going to cancel this convention under the guise of coronavirus. Even if things that's are fine. fine, let
2: them cancel. We'll just go to DC.
3: Right, <laughs> just would, show they, up to would Joe be Joe hilarious. Just like
1: a bunch of anarchists, all like had like a, a Zoom conference where each one of them was fucking like throwing Molotovs separately and it was all fucking spread out <laughs> on like 20 different monitors for fucking Zoom. <laughs> yeah.
0: Oh man, that'd be great. They all wink out one at a time. It's like, oh fuck, what's happening? <laughs> no, I just imagine it's like a like a fucking, like a, like a really cheesy action movie where they're trying to break into Joe Biden's compound and they finally get into his his study assuming that's where he's been filming his little things from and he's not there and there's there's nothing <laughs> there and it's just fucking cuts to him in a, in front of a green screen and fucking you know mass general hospital oh that definitely hot. was a
2: green screen and i i don't believe that he was home he wore the same suit for like three. Oh different... no he,
0: God, he fucking had a stroke or something and he was in the hospital like there's no yeah question. for sure he, he, he apparently could not figure out how to live stream for five days, and his only uh, f- corporeal presence, if, to <laughs> borrow a phrase, uh, was him uh, putting a thumbs up in, like, a DJ Khaled Instagram live
2: video. <laughs> oh, I saw that.
0: <laughs> which which was totally him. I'm sure that was something he was he was watching on his own volition that I, wasn't I love on Simone's when he, phone.
1: When they put Jill Stein next to him for his little green screen fake bookshelf chats. It because looks so she, sad. She's, like, looking at him like... You know, not looking at the screen, uh, you know, and looking at the, I'm sorry, looking at the camera the way he mm-hmm. is. She's like watching him, like waiting for any sign of his, his like mental, cog- you know, the fogginess to kick in. So she can kind of like lean over and nudge him and and remind him where he is and what's going on. Uh, she's like his
0: hospice nurse. She really is like there as his hospice nurse. Yeah, She looks, that's what she looks like. And by the way, you know, it, this is something that, that came out the other day. I mean, not came out, but people noticed the other day. You know, she insists on being called Doctor Joe Biden. She's not a medical doctor. I, I, I am with uh, many others. Assume that she was a medical doctor. No, she just has a PhD. Like she is, she, she goes by Doctor Joe Biden, and you know. if, well, if she does if, have
2: a doctorate, so it's like she, okay, she, fine. she has she a doctor her title, she, but she's not a medical doctor. And that whole thing but, uh, was about like all the Whoopi and those other assholes on uh, the View talking the View, about uh, how she should be like the Surgeon General or something. And it's like, <laughs> but she's not a medical doctor. And then they were like, oh my god, everybody's saying that she's not a real doctor. And I'm like, she's not. She's not a medical doctor. She's <laughs> not a fucking doctor.
0: Yeah, I uh, yeah, exactly. I, I wouldn't make fucking Doctor J Julius Irving the fucking surgeon general if i became president that's not you know that's right. not how fucking titles work um God, like just...
2: dr cornell west you're not gonna go make him become i mean i would make know... him right <laughs> but is, he gonna, to is but... he gonna be surgeon general i don't think no, so no
0: no maybe, <laughs> maybe like weeds are or something i would make him or like i don't know i i, I always say cornell west would be my supreme court pick just to fuck with everybody like that would be a an ultimate fucking and he's actually super fucking like intelligent and they might have a law degree i'm not sure but
1: um eh, you don't need to have a law degree to be why, a judge. I, well, yeah that's, i think we, we awesome looked that part. up that one time which you, is crazy. you don't have to have any background in law to be a judge you have to pass the bar to become a lawyer but you don't have to have any of that shit to be, you have a, to judge. be a rapist apparently i mean that seems to be a prerequisite <laughs> right. for for and, republican and all nominees this, all this fucking insanity with ruth gator gins Bader Ginsburg, whatever the fuck her name is, R R G K G, whatever the fuck yeah. her name is. KGB. Uh, you know, like, oh, we can't leave. she's got to retire. Like, you should have done it before when Obama was fucking president, for one. Right, but they're for, so for two, fucking
2: arrogant that they genuinely believe that, you know, Hillary was going to be able on. to pick yep. a replacement.
1: Well, and, and, and the fact that Joe Biden was responsible for Clarence Thomas and Antion, and Antonin, how do you Antonin. say it? You're Italian. Antonin. There we go. Thank you.
0: Antonin Scalia. <laughs>
1: Grazie. Um, <laughs> the, the Joe Biden is actually gonna uh, nominate a, a left-wing judge. No, there's no fucking way. Um, it, it, just just some of the it, this is totally random, but I just I had this here and I don't know if I have a chance to fit it in later, but random Twitter account, right? Just land random uh, blue wave follow back resistance Twitter account here. Uh, handle is save the turtles Two. <laughs> So um, name is uh, Debbie Ahern, and she's talking about Bernie endorsing Biden and what that means and should Bernie supporters uh, follow his lead and, and vote for Joe Biden. So this is this is the, the well, I'll just read it and you can judge whether this is a sure. uh, an invitation or not. Here's her tweet. Joe and Bernie are not the ticket. We don't need Bernie supporters. We actually do not want them. Good for Bernie, but his asinine supporters can go to hell! Exclamation point. I didn't emphasize that enough. That's Until a Karen they... right there. Right. <laughs> this is this is definitely a Helen or Karen. Um, here, here's the best part. Like, try to wrap your head around this logic. Until they vo- <laughs> sorry. Until they vote blue to save our democracy and mean it, we do not need them. More importantly, <laughs> we need more women VP. Um, we need a women VP. Like, what is it? What the fuck? Try to pick that apart for me. I, uh, yeah, well
2: I can yeah. tell you exactly what that is they want you to be enthusiastic about their candidate like anything less than like you know dropping down on all fours and licking their boots is not going to be good enough you remember but like people were you, like well I don't fucking like Hillary but I'm going to vote for her and they're like how dare you <laughs> you're
1: hurting the nominee by saying that she sucks even you though you're saying you'll vote you for her you didn't love
2: it when you did it
1: <laughs> I just until they vote blue to save our democracy and mean it like what? <laughs> mean like need <name> it? it. <laughs> you need you to vote you're for a vote, Democrat you don't like ten times in a row before you get to vote for one you do. You, <laughs> you better put to an exclamation point it. next to your your little dot, your little bubble on the voting s-
0: slip. That's what you need to do.
1: Like I don't understand that. Like why why not support the person that you like every time instead of this this, this fascination with believing that better things aren't possible, that you don't deserve it, uh, right. or other people who who need it don't deserve it. You know, and it, it, well, you think that electing Bernie Sanders, the, the the guy that ran the cleanest campaign in fucking U.S. history, would not be saving democracy? The guy that gets, wants to get money out of politics and have actual campaign reform, that that wouldn't be saving democracy? Are you fucking insane, Karen? Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, well, you know, uh, we talked a little bit about AOC last week, and, you know, I think we I, I rightfully— you know, criticize moves that she's made, but I think overall, you know, we were we, we weren't super, you know, well, in, in any event, I, I actually want to give her some praise this week because she did something that Bernie Sanders could not seem to do, which is not give in right away and endorse Biden. She basically was like, we'll see, Uh, you know, and, and she was like, well, the team hasn't reached out to me. um, And, you know, she she essentially You know, obviously she's a fucking, you know, registered Democrat. She's a, a, you know, influential figure in the party. She's going to endorse Biden or at least vote for him. But she understands that the only way to actually get concessions uh, and use, wield your political influence is to demand things of the candidate before you're willing to just fucking endorse them. Right. So, you know, that's something that she's at least, uh, you know, in, in, in understanding of and, She's the only, I think, the only national elected democrat to actually say that Joe Biden uh his rape allegation is is credible and should be looked at. Like right. the, yeah. So
2: I mean, you know. she did say that, but at the same time like she's the fact that she's still considering voting for him given the fact that she's acknowledging that there's a credible like you know, assault and, you know, rape <laughs> this, yes, allegation. Is, yeah. For me, that makes it worse. Like, if she didn't know about it, she could, like, you know, take back her endorsement after. But it's like you're acknowledging that that happened and you're still considering whether or not you're going to go forward with an endorsement. Like, that's really shitty to me. What that's does it really even gross. matter
1: at this point? It's just an act of fealty. Like, she yeah. doesn't... He's, if and he's she doesn't, already nominee, doesn't have to do it.
2: Right. Right.
1: Yeah, if I just tell him to fuck off. If like, he's already going like, to like, be the nominee, what does he need your endorsement for? Like yeah. that's it doesn't, you know, just don't or just wait till after he's already officially the nominee uh, nominee in, in August or whatever. And then it's like, well, OK, well, then, right. then it's a non nomination.
2: But it's also possible to go ahead and vote for him if that's really what the fuck you want to do without <laughs> endorsing.
0: Yeah, 100%. Um, she doesn't
2: owe him anything. She doesn't owe the party anything.
0: <laughs> we don't we don't owe you anything. Liz Warren doesn't owe you anything. Exactly. Right. They they said that to us for fucking 6 months. Well, and here's the uh, thing, and now the
1: tables have turned. You know full well that no matter how many people that supported Bernie end up voting for Joe Biden, when Joe Biden loses, we're going to get blamed. 100%. Right. And and the and the inverse is going to be true too. If somehow Joe Biden pulls a spare brain out of his ass and wins this thing. We're going to be told, us Bernie supporters, that our votes didn't matter and the the centrists can win just fine without making concessions to the left. They're right. going to say yeah. that exact fucking thing. Well, They'll that's point what they to do the with the all 10% assholes or whatever. in the Senate and Congress. Wait, do you'll say that again?
2: That's, I mean, that's what they do whenever any of their assholes win in the Senate or Congress.
1: Oh, right. Yeah. Like when they said centrism won the uh, oh, yeah, they were like...
2: The blue wave was all was all the center.
1: It was all moderate. Yeah, so it's really? Bullshit. What does what Claire McCaskill do for a job now again? Exactly. Yeah.
2: She's bitching <laughs> on fucking TV.
0: Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, you know, I, we'll we'll see what happens with that. But I at least want to give her some credit because I, I shit on her a little bit last week. Um, I, I think rightfully so for certain things she's done. But I think overall... um, But, you know, I, the other thing I really wanted to talk about before we got out of here was... 2024 and you know obviously uh i I think a lot of us are very down on electoralism for very good reasons right now uh we i think we've learned that they're never gonna fucking let uh a left-wing movement uh have any air within the party they're just gonna snuff it out by any means necessary up to and including using barack obama who's gonna be around for a long fucking time uh you know he's not going anywhere he's pretty young like he's gonna be around for a long time to make sure That he stomps out any kind of progressive uprise or leftist uprising in the party. Yeah,
2: to protect um,
0: his legacy. To protect his legacy, his shitty fucking right-wing legacy. Um, You know, I don't know what what the next moves are for the movement, but, you know, uh,
2: it's... The government needs to collapse. That's really the only...
1: (laughs) Yeah, honestly. You know, oh, we're getting there. We're getting there. Um, I, I okay, do have a couple uh, COVID updates that we need to talk about. Oh, yeah,
0: yeah. Let's talk about the, the, the Michigan su- uh, situation,
1: too. Oh, it's not just going to be Michigan. And it wasn't just Michigan yesterday either. Um, as a lot of you know, Michigan has like the highest per capita uh, infection rate, um, you know, less than New York, but they've got way less population. A lot of that's centered around Detroit. and A lot of that, it's definitely environmental racism um, I've, I've mentioned how um, you know, 2.5 parts per million of, of fine particle air pollution uh, makes it 15 times more likely that you'll die from coronavirus. And in D- Detroit, you've got Zug Island, which is this giant Department of Homeland Security-protected uh, zinc smelter, and there's just piles of pet coke uh, all over the place. You've got this Marathon oil refinery. You've got more freeways in that city in detroit than any other city per capita Uh, and then you have the largest waste incinerator in north america it's like a 300 foot tall um building that just burns trash they don't have recycling in detroit because they burn all of their trash in detroit jesus christ yeah and and so no wonder it's like why are so many people dying in detroit versus other cities well there you go it's the fucking air pollution um insanely uh you've got now the michigan militia fucking Confederate reenactors, Trump voters, just general white supremacists are now going uh, insane because they've had to stay home and do nothing, apparently, but sit around and watch Fox News. I can't
0: get my fertilizer.
1: (laughs) Right. Uh, So they decided yesterday to, to take tens of thousands of cars and clog the streets of Lansing, Michigan, around the Capitol building in protest uh and it's it's like if you think that this is not real and is a hoax and you want this lockdown removed why are you hiding in your cars then if you don't why think you can do it's group real big group hug yeah why don't, yeah. You, why don't you just
0: all get, 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 gather in a big so, outdoor gathering
1: eventually a bunch of them who apparently think it is a hoax got out of their car and started to to rally like a regular rally on the steps of the Capitol, right and of course they had their m16 machine guns out uh, and there are Confederate flags and there are Trump flags. Because apparently, you know, if the virus comes this way, you can fucking They're gonna shoot, shoot it. they <laughs> shoot the Rona. Shoot the Rona. And oh. literally so many people were out in the streets that, like, ambulances couldn't get to the hospital. Spirit Hospital in Lansing is the only level one trauma center in the city. And yeah. basically all of mid-Michigan. Right. Um And it's a small, it's like 115,000 people. The police force in Lansing is only 135 people. I looked at this up. So like they're not, the cops couldn't do anything if they wanted to, where you've got all these roads that are completely choked with cars. And they're not moving. It's not like a rolling protest. You know, they just parked their fucking, you know, giant Ford F-150 and just left it. Right, and literally, there's ambulances trying to get through, and they're like, "Oh, I guess we can try to move our trucks out of the way now." It's not, and this is you know how many times they 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 use the, uh, you know, like a red herring to say, "Oh, Black Lives Matter is blocking the freeway or blocking the streets. Ambulances can't mm-hmm. get through. If the ambulance gets through, the ten people blocking the freeway will move out of the way. They're not going to block right. an ambulance when yeah. you have nothing but cars that are sitting there with the engines turned off. They've and, and you know, all four lanes are choked full of traffic." There's no moving out of that way, and it, it, I mean this was this was national news. There was another um, there was there was that photo I'm sure you guys saw of like the people in Ohio screaming through the windows <laughs> that looked like fucking zombies. It was oh seriously *Dawn of the Dead*
0: Jace. Like it was it was very yeah it was it was, it was ridiculous. And then um, there was a
1: rally was a new in Kentucky. The maggots. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, Jules, I can't hear you. You're way it was, too far. Oh, sorry, with me. it was
2: like, in. Oh, I was right next to it. Uh, it was a new zombie called the maggots,
1: the maggots. Yeah. Um, and then they had footage on democracy now from this rally at the Capitol in Kentucky and the camera's kind of paying around at all these people who are all close together, all screaming. And then there's this one guy who had a mask on or a bandana or whatever. And he had this sign he's holding it above his head and it's a, it's a stop sign with the hammer and sickle on it. And it says, <laughs> stop the spread of Um. apparently communism (laughs) so he's basically saying and i'm sure he's not alone in this assertion that uh an effective quarantine to save lives is the same thing as communism and i love when right wingers like actually make a good point but for the wrong reasons because if you look at china (laughs) and cuba and venezuela who have actually you know the resources and and the you know, just just the communist branding of wanting to promote good healthcare as like a virtue, not just promote <laughs> the brand, but like actually do it. Yeah. You know, they're not struggling the, the way that capital, right? Exactly. Like we invest in education, we invest in healthcare because we want to, you know, have a a nat- not nationalistic but a, a national identity of we take care of our people in that way. Yeah, and it it's it reminds me of like back in the fifties where the you know the, at the Klan rallies or the when they go out and protest and they have signs saying, you know, uh, desegregation is communism, uh, mixed race marriages is communism. And it's like, well, technically, yeah, because they didn't have segregation and, and a ban on mixed marriages in, in Soviet countries. So, yeah, you're right. So I love that this guy is out there who is effectively, he's not an anti-lockdown protester. He's a pro-coronavirus activist. <laughs> that is what... That is what they're doing. They literally—it's like you guys—you go out there and you're fucking with your machine guns and your signs and your fucking Trump flags. Like you, literally, you're just going to make this shit last longer. Like yeah, a, you're, you're you're making your own situation yeah. worse. You fucking idiots. These governors oh lock down as late in the game as possible. Doesn't matter oh. if they're Republican or Democrat. The fucking Ohio Dem- Republican governor shut down a week before Michigan's Democratic governor. So the idea this is just like, oh, they're trying to make Trump look bad. Like, oh, been, and. They, yeah go ahead Well and, and Andrew Cuomo by the way the fucking liberal hero Andrew Cuomo
0: waited crisis a fucking Daddy. yeah crisis day he waited a fucking week longer than he should have just to stick it to Bill de Blasio who he doesn't like because Bill de Blasio called for a national shutdown for, for a statewide shutdown uh, and Cuomo's like, well, I, I'm going to make that decision. He doesn't have the right to shut the city down. And he fucking waited a week and then didn't call it a shutdown. He he came up with like a new term for it just so he didn't have to look like he was acquiescing to Bill de Blasio's request. But he waited way too fucking long. And for that reason, New York has more cases than almost every country in the fucking world. Well, like, also, it, it, we were not prepared.
2: He's been closing down hospitals for years, yeah. you know, he and yeah. public health centers, and he's still doing it in the middle of the pandemic. He's cutting Medicaid, he's moving forward yeah, he's with it, Medicaid. and he's cutting yeah. public health centers. And these are in predominantly yeah. poor, like, you know, black and Latino neighborhoods.
1: Wow. And that's why neoliberal austerity weakens us for a crisis and we have why well, we have to scramble to to you know make masks and ventilators after we already know the problem is is hit um you know and, and i get it if you're a right-wing QAnon conspiracy theorist and you hear a woman uh democratic governor say we need to do this you're gonna be like i need my you know glitter and satin from hobby lobby <laughs> god damn it like you're just you're gonna make up a reason why it's unfair that makes no fucking sense yeah, like yeah you know, and so, the, I mean, yeah, I, I understand you're out of work, you're struggling, but like these people literally, they're begging to die for capitalism. Like, why not be out there protesting, demanding a bigger bailout for the working class? Yeah. You're like, no, let me go back to work. I want to die for my boss. Like, that is literally what they want. <laughs> if their demand is. You know? And that's
0: how every conversation around, and it makes me fucking nuts. Democrat, Republican, everybody on TV is always like, well, of course, everyone wants to get back to work. I'm like, no, I fucking, no, we fucking don't. This is, I'm the, still, this is the closest we're ever going to get to retirement. Don't you realize that? You, you're never <laughs> yeah. going to get to do this again. You are never going to retire. The, the fucking capitalists have made it so that you will never fucking, you will work until you are dead in this fucking country. Everyone listening to this, unless, you know, some fucking multi billionaire happens to stumble across it, will be working until they are fucking dead and this is the only time where you get to actually rely and not to mention it's just it's so it's just so fucking gross to me everyone democrat republican well of course you know we need to get this country back to work it's like no we need to fucking have conversations about how this system was built upon a fucking house of cards and this was always going to happen all it took was one fucking you know uh, strand of a virus to expose how Fucking broken! This system is because of the policies that you assholes have supported right. and championed for the last fifty years. Like this is True. what happens. True. Like,
2: and this lockdown is going to just happen again in like a month or two when all these cases start to spike.
3: Oh yeah, you know you have yeah.
2: your coworkers dying at their desk because they were forced to go back to work.
3: Yeah,
0: that, that. That'll be the real fucking. Well, then that, that's the other thing. It's like, oh well, we're gonna we're gonna work on reopen. And even the you know the 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 good the good responses from like the northeast governors. They're like, well, we're gonna work together to reopen reopen the economy. It's like, you fucking assholes, you can't just reopen things. Like this is, we're well, gonna be dealing with this for two years at least until we I find a fucking I vaccine.
1: Say something about that because I. I... I think that there's like these regional state partnerships with the governors, right? Because they're trying to tamper down on the people that are just disobeying the quarantine over political Mm -hmm. reasons. Um, So like a, like Michigan and Illinois and Minnesota and Wisconsin and, and Kentucky, Indiana, Ohio are all like forming their own coalition to Mm -hmm. figure things out. So hopefully, yeah. yeah. So, and, and then like the, you know, California, Oregon, Washington, like they're, they're, doing these partnerships to share resources on just a logistical level, understandably, uh, but also to kind of, I think, tamper down on that. And they're not, doesn't mean they're all going to reopen everything at the same time, but, no, so, no, of course, um, but. Uh, some of the governors I've heard talking, I've, I've been watching a bunch of press conferences. I don't remember exactly which one said it, but said, you know, look, in order to reopen things, it may not be completely back to normal. It may be like the restaurant has to have only half as many tables and space them out. Right, but that's like a start. We can at least begin to get there. So I'm glad they're thinking about that. I, I'm glad it's not just a pass or fail because I don't think we're going to get back to that point for a long time. I think we're going to have to keep wearing masks and social distance and gradually get back to having more places open and and it like like you posted that link today it might be 2022 before it's completely back to normal. Um, you know. I, to some extent, it might not ever get full.
0: I mean, there are things I think we'll do that we're gonna do that we'll ne- that or that we'll never do again. You know, there, there are aspects of of being in public that will just never go back to the way they were. I think I
1: mean, concerts where you're literally pressed up against oh, other people's sweaty bodies. <laughs> Sign me up to get of rid them. of that
0: fucking that element of concerts. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Everyone, give me a fucking six foot bubble. That's fine by me. <laughs> like. Right. Uh, you know. You know, but the, the head those
1: again. are generates a shitload of money in Chicago. Like, yeah, the, yeah. The, 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 you know, just all the all the street closing, little vendor booth type things that we love going to farmers markets and shit like that. Like, we may not have that for a couple of years, honestly, yeah. and and that's a real shame because that is it is. Those are largely things that don't make much money for the individuals working there. You know, but it, it's still it's what makes life worth living in a city is cultural events like that and sucks it really fucking sucks but
3: yeah
1: you know i can i can go without going out to a movie for 18 months to two years or something like that if it means i get to be alive to you know yeah see the, see the see the future if there is one Look, i i live in fucking
0: new england you think i don't want to go to a fucking harvest festival like every fucking weekend in the video you know in the four month window that that th- those go on like germany of has already canceled
1: but... Oktoberfest. when oh, has that ever happened brutal I don't think they, they canceled Oktoberfest when they were getting
0: fucking bombed by my allies. There's a there's this great event in Salem, Massachusetts every year. They do like the Salem Horror Fest. It's like a horror film festival where they just show awesome like 80s, 70s, 80s, 90s horror movies. Um, and this year they actually rented out an abandoned church to show a bunch of like church-themed horror movies. And I was like super fucking looking
1: forward to going to that. And now it's probably not going to
0: happen because it's just you can't gather that many people. In They'll probably place.
1: still do it in the south. In Mississippi, you can probably still pull that off, and and everyone would show up there. Yeah, yeah, right. No, yeah. Well, no, for real church, they'll they'll fucking you know, packing because
0: <laughs> the blood of Christ will uh, will protect them. <laughs> <laughs> so you know, all right. Well, you know, I, I think we've depressed people enough with this coronavirus two year talk, but I mean, look, you know, shit's shit's real. Like it's 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 unfortunately yeah. things we're gonna have to look at. But
1: Jules, um, um, I, I wanted to ask you. You don't have to answer this if you don't want to. But you um, were telling me, uh Offline or off the show, online, I guess, but not as part of the. Anyway, you you said your mother may have contracted it and is dealing with oh, like that. Oh, she that...
2: has it. Yeah, she's on day nineteen of a fever, and they told. And my dad oh, had sure. surgery, so he had heart surgery, and uh, your it father was like, had heart surgery. Yeah, said. like three weeks yeah. ago. So he went after he was released about a week and a half ago. He went to my grandmother's house because he can't come home, um, and then they told her the. After she, like the last day that she actually, um, after her fever breaks, um, she has to wait 10 days before you can come back. Wow. She, and she's already she been, been sick for 19 for it, days. It, yeah, she was, was tested it just, for it.
1: She was. Okay. Yeah. 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 I mean, still the symptoms sound just like it, but yeah, I was, wasn't curious if she actually. Had yeah, the she
2: really hasn't had many symptoms. Um, initially, she had like a persistent cough, but she's now had a fever for nineteen days, and it's low grade, so it wasn't anything. Um, she did; she's had pneumonia four times in the past six years, so she was high risk. So she went and had her lungs checked because of the cough, and they were completely clear.
1: Wow, what is her yeah. age, if you don't mind asking?
2: Uh, she's fifty nine.
3: Well, she's no, going to be 59 at the end the of this year. on
1: the border of the...
0: Sure. But, but, I mean, look, in America, it's actually affected younger people a lot more so than it has in other countries, you know, for probably a variety of reasons. Yeah. But it's it, it's it's really fucking serious. That's why, you know, we, we got to do the shit that we got to well, do. I,
1: I, again, and it's people don't re- think about, you know, like air pollution from cars because it's invisible. And unless you're right next to a tailpipe, you don't really smell it. But it is far and away one of the biggest factors to how well your respiratory system reacts to it, whether it it, it (laughs) overly aggressively attacks it and then drowns you in your own fucking fluid in your lungs. Or if it goes, oh, that's just a I only need like a mild fever and a mild cough to, to deal with that for a couple of weeks. It's literally your body overreacting to it is what kills you. It's not right. the virus itself. It's it's you know I mean obviously the more information, more to yeah. right because you know people don't really understand what the virus really is. It's just it's like rogue DNA that if it gets into your cells tricks your cells into replicating the virus instead of its own instead of your own DNA. And whenever that happens, your your white blood cells go, hey, not on my watch, buddy. I'm going to kill you, and it, <laughs> it kills the cell, the kills the, the mutated cell, and it just it, if it does that to too much. That's what actually ends up killing you is is you know the mucus and white blood cells and build up a fluid in your lungs attacking that inflammation yeah. so um we talked about that a couple of weeks ago like why did why is our body so overzealous in attacking an infection that it kills us <laughs> like what was the what was the point that you did you yeah. you did the worst job in the virus did <laughs> anyway yeah, so um. Well, on that pleasant note. Um, <laughs> I didn't mean to get morbid there. No, 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 I, of course, of course. We, Jules, luck, your fucking, mom, mother's going to be fine. We're, yeah, we're, yeah. We're, we're... She's going to be fine. Yeah, yeah.
2: She's towards the end. And like I said, it's in mild, you know, all the major stuff. She got checked, and she's fine.
1: Yeah. Good.
0: Um, yeah, all right. So, uh, well, I think that about does it for us this week. You know, always hit up our uh, Twitters. I am at move underscore left. Comrade.
1: I'm at bike slutty.
2: And I'm at Mrs. Underscore Socialista.
0: Wash your hands. We will uh, see you next week.
3: That's right.